It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Big news this morning is the first ever mugshot of a U.S. president, current or former, was released to the web. Donald Trump was arraigned by a Fulton County Sheriff's Office last night. Mugshot all over the internet. Looks like he's posing for a perfume ad or something. You think he's doing a face? He's got like the blue steel look. Zoolander? Yeah, the little lower lips kind of stick out. He's got a resting bitch face. <laughs> like me, I have that too. He just yeah. he always looks mad. He just looks that at way. That's something. Here's what I have a problem with. Because they, they kind of mark down your details when you were arraigned in that county's police service. So they got him at 6'3", 6'3", 215 pounds. No. This is not fat shaming, okay? I'm not saying... His value as a human is any less because of his weight. What I'm saying is that dude is not 215 pounds. If I had to guess Donald Trump's weight, I'm starting at like 260 and going up from there. Yeah, the tie alone that he wears is 215. (laughs) The recycle bin (laughs) filled with spray tanner is 215 pounds. There's just no way. Okay, because... I'm 6'1". So you're almost 6'3". You're close. I'm in pretty good shape. You're eat, doing okay. I eat well. I work out. You're not as big You're not as big around as Donald Trump. No, no, no. And I'm, I've been 215 recently. That's my average weight. That There's is, no way. He's not 215 pounds, dude. He's a big boy. <laughs> and he should be proud to be a big boy. He should be proud of that body. Because when I think of Donald Trump, I think of body positivity. The bears are taken over Yellowknife. The Chicago Bears? No, actual bears. So what's happened here is the people of Yellowknife had to vacate. The wildfire's going on. And unfortunately, you don't bring your garbage with you, right? So No, you leave that behind to burn. Or to the bears. So the bears have been going after the garbage. And apparently there's a lot of bears right now in Yellowknife. Yeah, they're coming in and they're probably breaking into houses and everything. Do you think think they're watching people's Disney Plus? (laughs) I bet. <laughs> Maybe. I was wondering who was logging on. Is this how this ends up? The bears come in, they eat all the garbage, leave the scraps for the raccoons, and then the raccoons form the municipal government. Oh, and then the bears form the territorial government. Yeah, the provincial government under, let's say, Premier Sharptooth. <laughs> and he's selling off land to the Greenbelt now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but he did bring in Buck a Bear. Oh, terrible <laughs> bear humor. There is a new scam, and this one is using technology. This is the scam of the future. Oh, and it's sneaky. Scam phone calls here in Huron County. We get news releases from the Huron OPP about these things every once in a while. This one came out of Vaughn. Somebody was called. Gentleman says his friend was on the other line, his buddy that he knows. Yeah, your buddy. They were going to go fishing together. And his buddy says, hey, I got arrested, need bail money. I I need 8,000 bucks. Sounds like his friend. So he says... Sure, I, I got you, pal. Holy and crap. Then the person on the other line says, so you sent me that money, but I need more money. That's when he realized, okay, this might be a scam. Hung up, called his actual friend who's like, no, I'm fine. You got scammed, pal. So the grandparent scam is basically for everyone now. It's kind of for everybody now, yeah. But if I called you up even for real... You're not giving me $8,000 cash. No. Even if it is me. (laughs) So what this has come to is now we need double authentication from our friends now. You got to ask the person on the other line a question that only that person would know. Like I would probably ask you, how many paper boy hats do I own? And I would answer too many. And then I would ask you, how often do I cry? 
And you would say, all the time. And then I would ask you, how many times a week do I shower? And I would say, none. Because it's a problem we discuss every single day. That's how you know it's met. Or maybe you just ignore phone calls altogether. Your parents call, not falling for it, scammer. Your kids, you're not my real son, the police. I don't speak Spanish. Big news for the town of Godrich today. There's a new mayor. There's a special meeting of Godrich Council yesterday where they appointed... Then Deputy Mayor Trevor Bazinet, the new mayor of Godrich. Congratulations to Trevor. Trevor Bazinet, mayor of Godrich now. Trevor's been serving council for many, many years. He said he's excited to serve as mayor. And we bring this up because he lives right next door to Matt Hussey. <laughs> right across the road. So I don't know. Does this mean I can't let my lawn get above 10 inches anymore or whatever other bylaws I'm not aware of? Do you think, are you worried to water your lawn on the wrong day of the week. Yeah, because I can't keep track of which day is the right day to water the lawn. Or are you going to be more critical of Trevor Bazinet if he waters his lawn on the wrong day? Oh, I don't know. We're like, oh, that's not uh, the bylaws, <laughs> Mr. Mayor. And like when I meet him, which I do quite often, we're both out doing yard work. I go, hey, T-Baz, can I still do that? Or do oh, I, it's Mr. Mayor now. Uh, do I have to call him, hey, Mr. Mayor? Or if you can still call him T-Baz, but I don't know if he'll start enforcing bylaws specifically on your house. They'll write a new bylaw. No calling me T-Baz. No hussies in town. Nah, he's not that kind of guy. He'll be I'm, like the no homers. I'm going to just carry on as normal. Call him T-Baz. Fun fact, though. He's the most tattooed mayor in Ontario. He's got all the tattoos. He's got all those sweet tattoos. But now he has to wear formal clothes because he's the mayor, so he's going to have all those sweet tats covered up. Oh, no. No, what a shame, right? In case you forgot, though, we have a king now. Remember? King the Charles III. Queen passed away about a year ago. King Charles took over, and he heard about the wildfires. Someone must have told him about the wildfires. <laughs> He's not online. <laughs> Somebody's finally like those wildfires. He's like, what fuzz? They probably went to him and said, you know one of those countries that you took over? It's on fire. Yeah, remember one of those countries you killed a yeah. whole bunch of people and changed the education system? It's on fire. You should say something. So then he released a statement and said, my wife and I were desperately concerned to learn of the recent states of emergency. Declared in the Northwest Territories and British Columbia. You went a little Irish partway through. I did, yeah. And also, is this King Charles III or Voldemort? Uh, it's a cross between all the English actors I've ever heard. In your King Charles voice, say, Harry Potter, the boy who lived, come to die. Harry Potter, the boy who lived, come to die. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> Now I'll go back to my palace. Again, you're slightly Irish at the beginning. That's not on fire. And drink tea with Paddington. <laughs> Where's the tea, wench? Deputy Prime Minister, the second one in command. She's not in command of anything, but if the Prime Minister is incapacitated, Christia Freeland takes over. And she was caught speeding in Alberta. It's a highway there. You travel on highways outside of Ontario or the Trans-Canada, Northern Ontario. Speed limit's 110. She was on a highway where the speed limit was 110. She was doing 132. Well, it's nice to know, though, that our politicians sometimes break the law, too. What was their fine? 270-some bucks? $273. She was traveling from Grand Prairie to Peace River. It's like a two-and-a-half-hour trip. And in so. her latest press conference, reporter asked her about it. She copped to it. So, look, um, I did get a speeding ticket driving between Grand Prairie and Peace River. 
I was driving too fast, um, and I won't do it again. All right, let's say <laughs> it sounds like a kid when you get caught doing something. Are you going to do it again, son? I uh, won't do it again. Is that something you do you call the prime minister if you're in a, a bind with the police on the side of the road? I think so. Is prime Minister Justin Trudeau p- pick you up or do you save that call for something bigger? Like, that's a speeding charge. Or do you call the prime minister when, like, maybe some photos of you leaked of you dressed as a Disney character? Maybe. That's what you call the prime minister about. Save it for that. There was this kid in Minnesota, actually. He was fishing, 14, and he got the strangest thing on his line. A wallet filled with cash. Okay. (laughs) You might find a wallet occasionally. Even that's rare. But inside the wallet... $2,000 in cash. Okay, so uh, quick question. American (laughs) cash is not the same as Canadian cash. Ours is plastic now. So you can run your cash through the washer here. It'll come out sparkling on the other side. American money is still made of cotton. So this cash was still intact? Most of it was still intact, actually. It dried out quite nicely. And there was actually a business card inside the wallet as well, which traced to an Iowa farmer. And so they found the owner. This guy comes... To get his wallet. And the teenager said, nope, I don't want a reward, which was offered to him. Isn't that nice? Farmer still wanted to do something nice, though. So the farmer ended up getting him a cooler, took his family out to eat. And he said this. I thought this was kind of sweet. I would take Connor as a grandson any day. Any day of the week. And I would fight for him. I would die for him. I would love him. That's quite a thing to say. I'd die for this kid. That's a... Change from a lot of older people that just complain about the kids, say, say they don't want to work anymore. Is it a bit of a creep factor, though? It's like this kid did a nice thing. The farmer's like, I would live and I would die by this boy. I would die for this kid. My life is now dedicated to you, son. You owe my life. You can take my life if you want. Whoa, yeah, it's deep. It is kind of messed up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very sweet story. We spun into something unsavory, and we're sorry for that, but also not sorry. We don't talk about this because we're trying to scare you. We talk about it because we care. COVID-19. Some healthcare professionals saying we're in another wave. Oh, yeah, the waves. Remember waves? Yeah, remember we couldn't figure out which wave we were in? Uh, they're saying it's the fourth wave. No, it's just a continuation of the third wave. This is, what's a wave? This is wave 9C. Since when did we start measuring things in waves? <laughs> it's a simple one-syllable <laughs> word people understand. Lockdowns and curbside, eh? Hey. Huh? What are you talking about? What's a swab? All right, so they're saying uh, test positivity right now, roughly half of what it was last year, but we are seeing an increase in COVID-19 numbers, but... Maybe you work this into your routine. Some people doing Christmas shopping now. Maybe you start your Christmas shopping early. You get your kids some colorful face masks. Mm. It might seem weird, but it's all worth it to see them cry. Oh, people are mad on the internet now about the price of steaks at Sobeys. Explain this. That's the latest uh, viral food photo. Canadians just love to take pictures of stuff at the grocery store and say, I can't believe how much it costs. Can you believe how expensive this is, Gord? So these are some like triple A steaks. One of them's ninety-one twenty-nine for one steak. Ninety-one twenty-nine. But Sobey's just saying, no, that's a luxury item. That's an item you just should avoid if it's not in your budget. Yeah. It's always been there. You're just noticing it now because we're hypersensitive about the prices. Yeah, is it bad? I'm with Sobey's on this one. 
It's like if you're trying to be cost effective, you're not buying steaks to begin with, whether they're regularly priced or inflated. You're not going for steaks if you're on a budget. Yeah, it's like I know which places to avoid in the grocery store. Like I don't go to that, you know, the stuff that's pre-prepped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even walk through there. I can't afford that stuff. I might do a quick glance and see if there's 50% off stickers on some of the stuff, but that's go. about it. No, dude, hot dogs. Don't sleep on hot dogs. I know steak is the we're celebrating our anniversary kind of food. No, dude, hot dogs. You got a big anniversary coming up, fancy dinner. You're having people over, hot dogs. Hot dogs are reliable. That steak, let's say that's the best steak on the planet, okay? You got to pay for that steak. That's $91. So, boom, number one, there's one hit against the steak, the cost. Number two, got to make sure you know how to properly cook this steak because if you burn the hell out of it, you just wasted $90. Or if you undercook it too much and a person doesn't like their steak bloody, you've ruined it again. Yeah, you might as well throw a $100 bill on the barbecue. Hot dogs. It's cheap. It's reliable. Easy to cook. You want it with a couple grill marks? Sure. You want it exploding in black? Sure. Any way you want it, I can cook it that way, no problem. It's delicious, consistent, you know what your hot dog is going to taste like. It's going to taste like every other hot dog you've had in your life. You know what to expect with a hot dog. You don't know what's in it. It doesn't matter. It's delicious. Everyone loved this story about dad, Rich Lieberman, and his 15-year-old son, Jacob. They drove up to Canada to buy a whole bunch of ketchup chips. Stole everybody's heart. Did you tell them that at the border? Where are you going? We're going to No Frills to get ketchup chips. I don't know, man, because me and our boss, Ian Selecki, a few years ago, we drove to West Virginia to buy McDonald's pizza. Yeah. And they didn't believe us at the border, and they stopped us. Just as crazy. But maybe these people are famous enough now. The border security knows them. Ketchup chips are only available here in Canada. You can only get them in Canada, not in the States. So once this story hit the news, they heard from No Frills, Old Dutch, and Lay's, who are like, hey, we want to send you all the chips you can eat in a lifetime. And they did. They also heard from Heinz Ketchup Company, who sent them a, this crate of ketchup. Not to be outdone. <laughs> they sent them so much ketchup. Why would they send ketchup? Like, if they liked sour cream and onion chips, are you going to send them sour cream? I like sour cream and onion chips, and I hate sour cream. <laughs> So I don't know it's that true. it makes much sense. But if Doritos is listening, I would love a skit of your Cool Ranch chip dust. You can send that to 300 Suncoast Drive East, Unit E in Godrich, Ontario. Not the chips, just the dust, please. You could put it in your smoothies. I'll put it in my coffee. Remember the queen died? Maybe almost a year ago now, was it? I can't remember. I'll take your word for I it. I forget. And then, was it her husband or her son who, who's the king now? It's her son. They're all the, so old and inbred. I no. can't tell the difference between him and her. The husband does never takes over. Got to be in the direct line. There's an old British-slash-German person far away who apparently has ties to this country. I'm not too sure. But we got our first look at coins featuring King Charles the third this big wrinkled mug. Oh, stop being so hard on him. I mean, he's rich. He doesn't listen to this radio station. He don't care. These coins were designed to kind of commemorate the transition from Queen Elizabeth II to King Charles III. There was, what was it, 500-some coins released, all auctioned off. So these aren't coins that are in circulation. They're kind of those commemorative coins, but we bring it up because it's the first ones that feature King Charles III's 
face. Is this a side profile? It is. And so I don't see the difference between him and the queen. I was going... They look exactly the same. I, <laughs> I think was going to say that. I think they use the same stencil. <laughs> it's just minus the crown and a little bit of balding going on is the only difference. The coins would have been smaller too, but the royal mint wanted to include his fat fingers. We have raccoons around here. They can be kind of a pest, but raccoons are native to North America. So we're not allowed to do anything about that because this was their home first. You can throw rocks at them and stuff. Well, they're so cute. They got those little hands. That's why they're dangerous. They have hands. They, yeah, can, but, they can pull things apart. But it also means they can throw rocks back at you. That's true. Over in Germany, though, they're an invasive species. They didn't have raccoons there till the 80s. And they've grown to such a degree. There's hundreds of thousands now in Germany. And now they're breaking into Germans' homes and drinking their beer. What do you mean? And they've had enough. What do you mean they're breaking into, like, they, there's been more than one case of a raccoon breaking into a German person's home? That's what they're saying. And stealing the beer? Multiple incidents. They go in there. They drink their beer. Sometimes they eat their pet rabbits. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> they're hungry. They eat their pet fish. They've had enough. And the, a lot of Germans want to be able to kill them. But, you know, environmentalists are saying, no, we just got to learn to live with them like they do over in Canada, I guess. Okay, but here's the thing nobody's talking about. They're drinking the beer. They're killing the pets because German food is disgusting. Have you seen <laughs> schnitzel? It's true. I'm sure you might like schnitzel and that's fine. But looking at it, smelling it, it is not appetizing. Maybe if the Germans had better cuisine, the raccoons wouldn't be attacking the pets. So Germans look inward. Yeah, all they got is that good beer, and that's why they're going for that. That's right. Your beer's fine. Your cuisine needs salt. Crazy story out of Winnipeg. His family got news that their grandson had died. Not only died, was murdered. And they're like, this is weird because we've, the day you're saying he was murdered, we've gotten text messages after that day. Something's not adding up, and the police said, no, we're, we're sure it's him. Yeah, they said they were 99.9 sure their son is murdered. So they're, then they're starting to grieve at this point. A week later, grandson walks in the front door. <laughs> walks in, hey, I'm home. <laughs> like, what? You're not murdered? He's like, no. Uh, I'm going to murder the food in the fridge, though. <laughs> I'm starving. Yeah. I'm going to murder this <laughs> spicy gorgita that's left over from Taco Bell. Can you imagine what a relief that would be? Oh, my God. Amazing. Dude. Crazy. Just, but just so tough thinking your loved one's dead. Then you have them come back along with their OSAP payments, which is just as painful. I haven't been caught for speeding in a while. <laughs> uh, about nine months. G2 driver out of Markham area. Stopped by police doing 124 and a 60, so more than twice the speed limit. That's stunt driving. They tow your car for that. Ouch. There was a dash cam on the officer's cruiser, and the officer seemed like he was being firm but polite anyways. Wasn't being a jerk or anything. No. And asking the G2 driver who was stopped, who was charged, do you have a way to get home? Here was the conversation. Were able to get a hold of somebody? Yeah. Can yeah. I be on their way? Uh, I, I spoke to someone for a while. I didn't explicitly ask him to come pick me up. I think I might keep walking. Okay, you know where, our, where we are right now? We're in Elgin Mills in 48. That's a very long walk that far. So based on where they were and where the kid lives, it would be about a three-hour walk home. Yeah, but he doesn't want to face that drive with his parents. <laughs> I, I I get this kid. At least a half-hour drive. That's too long after doing something like that to your parents' car. Could go either way. 
I've been on those drives with parents where it's just completely quiet. Yeah. Almost worse than if they were yelling at you. Yeah. I have to imagine if I got my parents' car impounded, they, they wouldn't let me walk me home because they would have broken my legs. Oh. It's called the Lebanese talking to. And there's a good lesson for young drivers. Don't speed far away from home. Do it nearby in case you have to walk. In what world are polar bears cute? Well, they're like fluffy and and uh What do you mean white? fluffy? Well, I guess I've never pet one. Yeah. No one has really had <laughs> unless it's sedated. They didn't have much time left if they did. Yeah, you can't get close to those things. No, and polar bear sightings on the rise in Manitoba right around Hudson Bay. Guess the ice on Hudson Bay melted earlier this year, so rather than being out on the ice, they're on land now, so people seeing them more. Yeah, that's a place to see them. Churchill. They've had 76 calls saying, hey, there's a polar bear. Last year at this time, they only had 18 calls. It's a polar bear sightings. It's a lot of polar bears. Northern Manitoba. Thankfully, we don't have polar bears in Huron County. Only place you'll see things that are large, white, and aggressive is Lucknow's music in the fields this weekend. Yeah! yeah! Huron County, no stranger to invasive species. Got the emerald ash borer. The gypsy moth. Yeah, the Japanese beetle's big right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's eating my cherry tree. Are you criticizing the Japanese? I'm offended. There's another one that's made its way to Canada. Don't think it's in Huron County yet, but this thing causes paralysis. Oh, my God. Oh, the fear-mongering mainstream media doing it again. There's now hammerhead flatworms <laughs> that have been found in Montreal. You ever heard of these things? Because I haven't before this morning. No. They're these, they look like an earthworm, but there's like a... It's like somebody kind of slid it down the middle. Yeah. It's got this weird, like... It looks like a stretched-out slug. A little bit. Disgusting. And they release a toxin that can leave parts of your body paralyzed. Oh, is that all? Maybe that sounds bad, but maybe you can work this into, like, something cool. Yeah. Maybe instead of worrying about the worms, work it into your bedroom life. What? Yeah, me and Trish, we use these worms in the bedroom. I'll eat one, and she's allowed to do anything with my paralyzed body. Oh. Usually she just puts me outside so she can play Super Mario 3D All-Stars in peace, but the offer's still there. You watch those uh, survival shows? Not Survivor, but like there's a show called Survivor Man. Tries to survive in the wilderness for a minute. Yeah, I like Primal Survivor. That's my favorite okay. one. Alone's a really good one, too. Alone is on History Channel, and the gentleman who won that this week was a gentleman from Columbia Valley, British Columbia, a teacher named Alan Tenta. He's managed to survive in the Saskatchewan wilderness for several weeks. Oh, this show's crazy. They just dump you off in the middle of the woods and you just have to survive. You got nothing on you hardly. It's crazy, dude. Got me thinking, though, of all the teachers, all the subjects, which teacher do you think has the best chance of surviving in the wilderness? Oh, that's a good one. Maybe a history teacher? They know a thing or two about how people survived over the years? Okay, yeah, that's a good one. You know? My first thought was science teachers. Yeah. And not because of any specific skills, because my old science teacher, Mr. Boschman, used to hide in the woods to avoid alimony payments. Our own Matt Hussey has experience trying to tie something down onto his van, and it just doesn't stay tied down. It happened once. You never let me live this thing down. That's what happens. You say, that's not going anywhere, and then it goes somewhere. Shame on you. It's a proud dad moment to say that. And, and then when it doesn't work out, it's shameful. Somebody was driving a pickup truck. The news article said they had a kitchen appliance in the bed of their truck. Not sure what kind it was. Let's say stove. Had a strap down, but one of the straps broke. 
they were okay, but they had to pull over on the side of the road to fix the strap. And their vehicle got hit by another vehicle. Person in hospital with serious injuries right now. Oh, so the appliance is no good anyway, probably. I don't know what happened to the appliance. Also not in the news. But I bring this up because of a situation our own Matt Hussey encountered where you had a kayak strapped to your van. It flew off on Highway 21 north of Godrich. One of my most embarrassing moments ever. It's terrible. I was riding along, and then the person riding with me said, I think you just lost your kayak. And I thought it was on there good. Yeah. Turns out the strap was faulty. And you said, that's not going anywhere. I said. And if you're a dad and you say, that's not going anywhere, and it goes somewhere, they revoke your dad license, and they give it to me, Fatty Didi. And you do not want me parenting your children. Hell I'll know. I will give them cocaine. Been looking at housing prices in Huron County, and they suck real bad. But the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation says if we can get our house building numbers up, houses will be more affordable by 2030. Oh. So that's seven years from now. Okay, so you'll be like 45. I'll be 45. So you'll be like paying off a house till you die? Yes. Is that basically what it's come to? <laughs> That's assuming I can afford a house in seven years. Oh. Oh, boy. We need to build 5.8 million homes. We're currently on track to build a little less than half of that. So we got to really ramp things up. Well, let's get building. Let's get building. Seven years might seem like a long time, but that's like only, what, one, two phone calls with Rogers? So it'll go by quick. Good day to go out to one of those sunflower fields. Have you ever been out to one of those? Yeah, yeah. Good photo op. There's one out Ben Miller Way a couple of years ago. It was really nice. Yeah, but you should keep your clothes on. They're having a problem over in England. There's one of those fields, and they had to put up special signs that say, no nudity. Reminder, we're a family area. Keep your clothes on, for goodness sake. There's bugs out there. Snakes and stuff. You don't want a snake rolling up your leg, going in holes it shouldn't go into. No kidding. And then sunflowers are covered in all those itchy hairs. Probably get a rash or something. <laughs> Explain that to your doctor. <laughs> Go to the Maitland Valley Family Health Team. Be like, yeah, I got a rash on my cornhole. Like, uh, these rashes are specific to sunflowers, Mr. Hussey. Let me guess, you were out in the sunflower field. Oh, you're the fifth person today. <laughs> your sister was out here as well, Mr. Hussey. <laughs> Take your nudity elsewhere. Don't do it out in the farmer's fields. Do it where it belongs. Say it with me, fatty. Luck knows music, music in, in the, the fields. fields. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he's been back for a few days now from his family vacation. He went uh, to Western Canada with the wife. They're still legally married, but they're separating. And they were with the kids. Sophie Gregoire had a post on social media. And I think I see why the separation happened. I'll leave Sophie alone. No, no, no. She, she's allowed to do what she wants to do. But if you were married to this kind of person, this isn't a man or woman thing. This is a person thing. She posted something where she says uh, all the activities they did, including, and I'm, this is a direct quote, biking, hiking, fishing, sunset gazing, or bathing in sustainably harvested seaweed. What? She, they were bathing in seaweed that evidently was sustainably harvested. So she's bathing in like this big tub that looks like the thing you throw the fish in after you catch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like dirty water. Remember the Olympics in Rio a couple of years ago and how where the swimmers were swimming had like plastic bags floating in it? It looks like she's in that water. <laughs> but it's filled with sustainable seaweed. What's so that I'm, even mean? I'm wondering if maybe Justin Trudeau 
booked a seaweed bath for her and she's like is it sustainable seaweed and he's just kicking the gravel under his shoe and like no nothing i do is ever good enough we've had this conversation a hundred <laughs> times justin i don't want to bathe in seaweed unless it's sustainably harvested i'm gonna go elsewhere and have my ion detox foot bath <laughs> yeah those words that i yeah. don't remember right now I prefer having a bath the Lebanese way without seaweed. I buy a lot of off-brand stuff. Can be just as good sometimes. But if you have a Dyson vacuum, you might want to get the Dyson battery. There is a woman here in Ontario. Fire marshals say that a house fire was caused by a third-party battery. It just exploded in her vacuum, caused a massive house fire. She got like the Dyson battery. Sure. No, it's just exploded. It can happen sometimes. This is why you want to stick to name brand replacement products sometimes. Now this woman's house caught fire and there's dog fur everywhere. It's a nightmare. So we knew that the elementary teachers and high school teachers were going to hold a strike vote this fall, mid-September to mid-October somewhere. And the Ontario Catholic school teachers, their union just announced a strike vote being held October 18th and 19th. Did you go to Catholic school? No, I went to Medill. Go Mustangs, Mustangs? Mustangs, go. We believed in purple horses. There you go. So that was our religion there. (laughs) (laughs) This kind of worries me, though, because if the Catholic teachers go on strike, who will teach the kids about that time an angel used a donkey to explain to the prophet Balaam that he should stop being an a-hole? Protestants? I don't think so. Half of the movie experience is getting the popcorn, I'd say. And uh, the other half is eating the popcorn five minutes into the movie. Yeah, right. Can you imagine going to Cineplex, though, and they have a sign up that says, we have a regional shortage of buttery topping. So you can get the popcorn, but without the buttery topping. You need the buttery topping. It's not even butter. Your hands have to be oily and shiny by the time you're done that bag. Oh, yeah, it's disgusting. By the time you're done, after you've taken two bites out of the bag. Yeah, and then you wipe your hands all over the seat in front of you. Of course. Yeah, or the person's hair sitting in front of you. Or you just... Suck your fingers clean in the theater and gross out everybody around you. It's part of the whole disgusting experience. It's awesome. It's awesome. I was telling Matt off mic, I used to work at a movie theater, big chain movie theater in London years ago. Making the movie theater popcorn's not hard. The one ingredient's kind of tough to find, though. It's the yellow popcorn salt. It's just a really fine salt, Mm -hmm. and it's yellow. All it is is kernels and oil and that salt. Yeah. That's all it is, like a little tiny scoop of the salt in the mix, you just boil it till the popcorn's made. That's literally the best popcorn you'll ever make. For some reason, the microwavable bags can't do that. You got to have the butter, though. But it's not butter. You can't say butter. No, it's called butter flavoring or buttery topping. Mm. That's how they trick you. Mm-mm. It's not butter, but it's buttery. And then when you talk to your cardiologist, they'll say hey, your valves are filled with buttery topping. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing because I learned this morning that Manitoba's liquor store is called Liquor Mart. Liquor Mart. It just sounds lazy. It sounds better than the LCBO. What should we call it? How about Liquor Mart? Straight to the point, man. Liquorama. Where do you get liquor from the Liquor Mart? Yeah. Where do you get it from in Ontario? The LCBO. What does that mean? It just sounds more uppity. In Manitoba, just like Ontario, you can only get your liquor at those designated liquor stores. And those workers have been on strike for a couple weeks now. Just imagine going without liquor for two weeks, dude. How are you supposed to enjoy your child's dance recital? Just makes everything better. Funerals, births, your child's second birthday party. Parades. Divorce proceedings. 
and this morning show. There's certain jobs you really should be good at, like a surgeon, for example. Yeah, you don't want to mess that up. Yeah, or a bridge builder. Scott Gallagher, <laughs> he's a bridge builder. <laughs> Saskatchewan way. Yeah, and he's famous for this thing that happened back in 2018. He was in charge of redoing Dick Memorial Bridge. Dick Bridge. Dick Bridge over in Saskatchewan opened and collapsed on September 14th, 2018. <laughs> no, that happened 2018, but why are we talking about him now? Because they've taken his license away. <laughs> because <laughs> They just took his license away? Because since then, they've gone back and looked at the other bridges he was in charge of and realized... Uh, they're not very well built. Oh, boy. It's like a board across a river. That's too bad. <laughs> it's too bad he did that. It's too bad it was called Dick Bridge. That was the one where they found out what a dick he was. Uh, ha, 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 ha. But he definitely wasn't in charge of Balls Bridge. No, here in, uh, we're yeah. near Auburn, right? Yeah. Yep. Near Auburn, we got Balls Bridge here, ironically named. It's been there, I think, over 100 years, maybe. It's been there a while. So if you have to choose to drive over Dick or Balls Bridge, you choose Balls every single time. It's amazing where medical technology is taking us now and the body parts we can take from different animals and put inside our own bodies. Yeah, recently at NYU, they did a transplant and apparently it's better than if you got it from a human. <laughs> <laughs> Pigs are now being used, uh, their kidneys, to, to put into people. So I can replace my kidneys with pig kidneys? Apparently, they work great. So they successfully transplanted a pig's kidney into a brain-dead man. Been functioning for over a month and functioning better than a human kidney. Who oh. would have thought? So pig kidneys better than human kidneys? Well, they eat better than us. So it makes sense. They eat slop. They eat garbage. They eat their own young sometimes. What do you mean they eat better than us? <laughs> we eat like fresh vegetables. Well, that's better for you than Doritos. Fair enough. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You said this guy's brain dead. Yeah. So brain's just off. They're keeping him alive on machines, I'm guessing. Yeah, the kidney's doing well, though. Did they try replacing his brain? That's maybe the next step. With a pig's <laughs> brain? Can they do that? I don't know. We're quite compatible with pigs. I guess so. Uh, the but, kidneys work. Why wouldn't the brain work? Do you think, though, people would secretly call this person names if they had a pig brain? What do you mean secretly call him? They'd call him names to his face. He has a pig brain. He doesn't understand that they're calling him Bacon Bill. Hey, pig brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pig brain. How's it going? <laughs> like, oh, that's hilarious. There goes Bacon Bill. He's, he's still a nice dude, but it's just weird how he rolls around in his own feces. Canada's Walk of Fame. Where, where is that, Toronto? It's in downtown Toronto. Nobody knows where it is because <laughs> nobody, number one, cares. And number two, it's downtown where homeless people crap all over it. Oh. Connor McDavid getting a, is it a star? I don't even know what they get. That's a, how little I know about this. It's a star. It's a star. Rick Mercer, those are deserved. And the guys who founded Roots. The, the Canadian clothing, the clothing store, store. Roots, which you said if you had a Roots sweater growing up, you were the coolest kid in class. And Avril Lavigne, you've heard of her. I've heard of her. Matt says she doesn't <laughs> deserve the star on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> she's only had two songs. Yeah. I mean, it, she's written more songs, but she's only had those two hits. So that was how many years ago? Uh, 2002 and 2005. And some production team wrote them. I mean, she's got a... <laughs> oh, you leave Avril... She's she got a songwriting credit on one of them. 
It's a sweet song. It's a good song. It's an just, iconic song. People I'm, love that song. I'm just saying I can go down to the local bar and see someone just as good. Oh, Where's you, their star of fame? You leave Avril alone. She got Lyme disease. All right, just let her have this. Right. She doesn't have much longer, I don't think. Is Lyme disease fatal? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I did not do any research. I just assume she'll die any minute. So we know grocery price is kind of high. But of all the groceries... Pasta prices rose the most last month. Why is pasta cost so much? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That was followed by frozen and dried vegetables. Tomatoes rose a lot. The thing that saw the biggest price reduction was lettuce. The oh. worst thing. <laughs> lettuce <laughs> is the worst. It's crunchy, sure, but it's flavorless. It's all water. There's barely any nutrients in it. Yeah. I've been just getting stuff from my garden. Hey, oh, look at you. Is yeah. that a humble brag? It's free eats. This time of year. No, it's not. You invested a lot of time and money into your garden. Yeah, but for, you always forget about that. When barely make any money from that. Yeah, You feel good when you're picking it and thinking to yourself, this is free. Ooh, this kale is free. Ew. I only bought 10 seed packets because the first round didn't work and, and so on. Yeah, I planted $6 worth of potatoes and I got back. $10 worth of potatoes. I got three potatoes. Huge savings. Uh, oranges, grapes, and bananas went down in price as well, So, which is good news if you were struggling to feed your parrot. It's kind of a cliche thing to do if you're going to visit someone in the hospital. You bring flowers. Would you want flowers? No, I think flowers is just something you get because you think you're supposed to bring flowers. But if I got flowers, I, I think it would just remind me that I can't be outside. And that you're going to die. Perhaps. The flowers are just sitting there in a dimly lit hospital room dying, like yeah. you maybe. Right, or I'd be just thinking, are they just going to move these to the funeral home after? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's something about flowers. That... That's messed up. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. But, but anyways, good news, good news. Good news, you don't have to bring flowers anymore because a lot of hospitals are saying, don't bring flowers, we have a scent-free policy. Also, people are allergic to flowers. Yes. We're trying to save people's lives. So there's a few hospitals now saying, don't bring flowers. Bring balloons? No, because people have latex allergies. And also balloons just pollute the environment. Bring food. Oh, no, people have food allergies, too. Oh, that's... Oh, we can't even bring food. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Crossword puzzles. Yeah, that's boring. Video games? Yes. Yes, bring me my Nintendo Switch and my charger for the Switch. <laughs> bring your love. Nah, bring, bring my Switch. It's the same thing, but better. So if you got an iPhone 14 or newer, there's a thing called the crash function. This is important because if you set this thing up on your iPhone and you get in a car accident, it could save your life. This happened to a woman out Flesherton Way up in Gray County there. I think it's Gray County. She got in a car accident, rural road, and she didn't know where she was. But oh. her phone knew where she was, and with this crash function... It called 911 and texted her geolocation to first responders so they could quickly find her. And we know this in Huron County. Sometimes you're on a rural road. You're in a panic. You just got in a crash. You don't know where you are, but the phone does. And it alerted first responders who said they, they were able to save precious minutes finding her. Oh, wow. How's the phone? 
Did the phone survive? I'm sure it's an iPhone, so I'm sure it's destroyed. Oh. Every, isn't everybody's it, iPhone destroyed? Is that how it activates? The phone gets destroyed and that's what activates it? <laughs> no. In that case, it would activate whenever a teenager owned an iPhone. How long you think until an iPhone has an airbag? I don't know. It's very own airbag. It might take a minute, but yeah. maybe that's the next step. That's next. But that's for iPhones uh, 14 and newer. So if you have a 13 or older, or if you have an Android phone. Like me? Yeah, just start planning your funeral now. Uh Two teachers unions, Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario and the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. They're saying, hey, come the fall between mid-September, mid-October, we're going to have votes on whether or not to strike. They don't got a contract right now with Uh, the province. Also, they're going to go back first and then decide? They're they're going to school, so school will be starting in a a few weeks. All right, so get your backpack. So you still need your backpack and your pencil crayons? Do the kids still use that? Your protractor? Yeah. Do you still use that? Yeah. I think so. There's no digital protractors. I think math still exists. Calculator? But come the fall, there could be another strike. Just keep naming school supplies. Just keep doing it. Pencil. Compass. Eraser. Knapsack. But it's tough, man. If they vote for a strike and there's another teacher strike, it's tough because during the pandemic, parents had to stay at home with their kids a whole bunch. And they might have to stay at home and spend more time with their kids. A lot of time. Bad enough you got to feed and clothe them. Now you got to talk to them. What a nightmare. At the same time, at the same time, I hope teachers get what they want because they have a very important job, babysitting our children. This situation wouldn't really happen here anymore. Here on County Jail has been shut down for a few decades now. But there is a minimum security prison out in Dorchester, New Brunswick. Minimum security, and there is this old gentleman there in his 80s named Robert Hilroy Legg. He murdered somebody. Oh, my God. A couple decades ago, and he's old as hell, so they put him in minimum security. But recently, over the weekend, he just walked out of the prison, just do-do-do-do-do, walked out the front door. But they were able to catch him pretty quickly because he's in his 80s. Well, catching someone in their 80s would be so easy. You just set up a pickleball court next to the jail. Gotcha. (laughs) A little trail of Metamucil leading to the pickleball court. It's a giant trap. Down the way in beautiful Aurelia, Ontario, the heart of Simcoe County. Or is that Barry? I can't remember. Either way, Aurelia City Council voting tonight on whether or whether not to allow ice cream trucks on city streets. Oh, yeah, you hear the music and then the kids come running out to the street. That's the idea. So they're worried that ice cream trucks in the street are dangerous because kids will be running out onto the street to get ice cream. Yeah, and people are crazy drivers these days. I guess so, right? Could be an accident. That was a big part of growing up. Yeah. You hear the bells from the, what was it? We called it the Dickie D. Oh, yeah. What did you call that, it? That was the bike one, right? Yeah, that was the guy with the bike Wh- in the What freezer. do you mean, what did I call it? I lived on the 6th concession in East Wawanosh. Nobody came to deliver ice cream. I just sat there crying because <laughs> the ice cream truck never came down the concession. Maybe it's a city thing or a town thing. So sad. So sad. Oh, man. Major part of growing up, though. You can't ban the ice cream truck. It's like banning bullying or poverty. It looks like the city of Aurelia was voting last night on whether to allow or ban ice cream trucks. And they decided to allow the ice cream trucks on city streets. I don't know. Kids will be running out into the streets. So that was the worry. Uh, there was a couple counselors who were saying kids are going to get excited here in the ice cream truck, running out onto the road, smash, tragedy. I used to get excited running out on 
the sixth concession, just hoping the ice cream truck would come. Nope. They never came. All you ever saw was some rutabagas and an emu once. Some tractors would pass occasionally. But as long as you explain things to kids about uh, the dangers around traffic, I think they'll be careful. Just ask my nephew Tom, but talk slow. He has head trauma. I tried for a minute to get Taylor Swift tickets. It was... You have to sign up for so many things just to get early access to tickets. I I gave up. It was like a 10-step process. It's a nightmare. Everybody wants these things. Six dates next year in Toronto. It's mom here in Ontario. She's in the news. Because she wanted to get her 15-year-old daughter some Taylor Swift tickets. She Daughter told her mom, please, if you can get them, that'd be amazing. That's around that age where you want to keep in your kids' good books. They're 15, you know. Everything you do, they hate you. They're still young enough. They like you, you know. So some of the tickets online, StubHub, real expensive. But mom found somebody on Twitter who was selling four Taylor Swift tickets for what seemed like a reasonable price, $1,600, which is outrageous. But for Taylor Swift tickets, not bad. Actually, pretty good. But on Twitter, do they have like a marketplace on Twitter? No. Oh. No, they don't. Scammers do. So the scammer sent mom a screenshot of what looked to be kind of maybe digital tickets and said $1,600, please. So mom, me transfers $1,600 and then the scammer disappears. Of course they did. The account changes. Scammer gets away with 1600 bucks. Ouch. Yeah, it's t- kind of a tough one. So just in- if you want Taylor Swift tickets, I came up with a list of ways to safely get Taylor Swift tickets. Okay. okay so here's some tips on getting Taylor Swift tickets. Tip number one. Do you see Taylor Swift tickets for sale? It's a scam. Don't buy them. Nobody can get them. That's the list. I don't know if you remember back in February, Julie Black was performing at the NBA All-Star Game, and they do the Canadian National Anthem and the American, and she changed the lyrics from Our Home in Native Land to Our Home on Native Land. This company, survey company called Research Co., they did a survey among Canadians. 41% of native English speakers support that change. 44% do not support that change. Now, whether or not you support that change... We all agree. We have our favorite version of the national anthem. Growing up in school, every morning you're hearing the national anthem. If you went to a cool school, they had a few versions. Yeah, and they wouldn't be able to really uh, change these. So these will just all get thrown out, right? The more we change the anthem. My favorite was from, and I learned this this morning, from a band called The Nylons. I remember The Nylons. They had an a cappella version of O Canada that was like kind of pretty hip. But then they <laughs> they throw down the gauntlet and they go French in the middle. Oh! Yeah, even the guy going bum 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 bum. Yeah, he's doing it in French. He's doing bum he's bum doing bum, bum in French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bum 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 bum. Which is just uh, the the bum has a the u has an accent a goo. Bomé. And then at the end they kind of do a flourish. Wait for it. Wait for it. They replaced Cha 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 with Canada. Okay, so clever. That was the version I had. The version you had growing up, your favorite version. We I never heard this till this morning. Well, my elementary school rotated them, and this one was cool. <laughs> oh, Canada, our 
was a good day. That was for Monday mornings. Getting the, that got the kids going. Rock and roll anthem. That's good. Yeah. The the song was good, but the three-minute guitar solo at the end was unnecessary. Appreciated, but unnecessary. It was just too long to stand. An Austrian supermarket had to be shut right down because somebody found one of the most dangerous spiders in the world in a box of bananas. It's called the Brazilian Wandering Spider. It's pretty big, too. Four inches long. How come everything from Brazil is dirty? Oh, yeah. Like getting a Brazilian. Apparently, butt implants are huge in Brazil. Right. And this spider has dirty side effects. Y- yeah, it does. You, you, If you're a guy and you get bitten by this spider, you know you've been bitten because it causes an hours-long erection. Can I say that on the air? I think so. Yeah, and it just doesn't go away, and it can be very painful. It can also cause hypothermia, convulsions, all kinds of things. You could die from this. You could die from hypothermia, stiff as a board. You remember saluting the flag? Yeah. yeah. Standing at attention? So you don't want to get bit by this spider, so they shut down the whole store, looked for it. Thankfully, we don't have anything like that here in Canada. The only thing at the grocery store you'll find that'll make you stiff as a board are the pork chops on sale at Corey's Foodland. Yes, they really help with the blood flow. The boneless pork loin center chop. This was the creepiest night of my life. It was 20 years ago. Today, the big blackout took out 50 million people's power. The whole eastern seaboard was out. New York was in the dark. Toronto was in the dark. This was 20 years ago, and now I feel old because it feels like yesterday. I was in Toronto at the time of the big blackout, downtown Toronto, and it was crazy trying to get out of downtown Toronto. Would have been creepy. No traffic lights. All those tall buildings are all dark. Well, this was at 411. We got out before it got dark, but as we were heading out, it got really dark, and it was the weirdest thing, driving on the Gardner Expressway in the dark. No lights anywhere. Except except there was one place with lights. Yeah, it was so interesting. There was a light in Cambridge area, and you could see it miles and miles away, just this glow, and we were all heading toward this glow. Apparently, there's a little section there where they part of the grid, which went down, uh, is run off of an old garbage dump or something. Old thermal electricity. Yeah, some, some kind of weird electricity, and they had one gas station open in all of Ontario, and that was it. Big lineup for the gas. Weird, weird night. Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. All those people. And this was in the age before social media, too. So when the power went out, you had to talk to real people to hear racism. Maybe a few showers or a thunderstorm later. But that's fine. We can face that. It's not forest fires, you know? (laughs) Correct. Uh, Over in Maui, devastating. Seeing these forest fires take out whole towns and such. And I guess they need some non-perishable foods. And guess who's coming to the rescue? Hormel Food Company. Spam. Yeah, they are the, they're the ones who make spam. Spam's big in Hawaii because they don't have as much space to produce livestock. Meat can get expensive. So canned meat makes a lot of sense over there. Yeah, so it's actually not as bad as you would think because they consume 8 million cans a year. That, no. doesn't, that doesn't mean it's good. It just means they eat it. Well, they enjoy it. They even serve it at McDonald's. People pay for it at McDonald's. Yeah, but people are stupid. I'll get us. Side order of spam. Thank you. Do they dip their fries in it? We bring this up because Matt Hussey has a, a spam story. You have this aunt who was going to a potluck years ago. Yeah, and this is proof. I don't know what to do with this stuff. She she opened a can of spam 
and I watched her tip over the can as the spam came out onto the plate. That's a good impression of spam coming out of a can. <laughs> onto the plate, and then she just stuck a knife in it. And we were supposed to eat this as part of the potluck, get some scalloped potatoes and, what, put a layer of spam on top? It just sat there the whole whole time. This is a serious question because I've never had spam. What do you what do you do with it? Is it like sandwich meat, or do you, do you cut it, cube it up, and mix it in with like a? Sa- I really don't know. I think you can fry it up, maybe make okay. spaghetti out of it. Spaghetti. It's just gross canned meat. Yeah, it's bizarre. Doesn't sit well with me, but you know they love it in Hawaii, and so that's a nice thing they're doing. The silver lining. What happened to this ant? She's, oh, the the ant? She's, she's still around. Oh, that's too bad. She's just not invited to the potlucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she's still alive, but you... We just kind of... You treat her like she's dead. Yeah, we just keep it quiet. All right. It just got a lot worse to go to the hospital in Newfoundland. They have this health food policy pertaining to places that sell food in hospitals. So they banned all sweets. No candy at the hospital. No donuts. No Timbits. They pointed that out in the policy. They were specific. No donuts or Timbits. Matt and I were thinking, like, that's kind of one of the things, if you're in the hospital, a lot of hospitals reliably have, like, a Tim Hortons nearby or sometimes one in the hospital. And you're staying with a loved one. You're there all day. You need a snack. You need a coffee. And you're sick. You want some sweets sometimes. I also get it. The hospital's trying to promote healing and good health. So you can't have nonsense like Timbits in there. But... By banning Tim Hortons, you're now creating a black market for Tim Hortons. That's right. You're going to have to sneak those in in a trench coat. Yeah, you have a black market for Timbits. People saying, hey, give me 400 grams of Dutchie. Hey, I brought some glaze. Want some glaze? Hey, you know where I can get uh, six balls? I need some balls. Do you have any of the rounds? Any of those rounds? And it'll cost $400 per Timbit. And then the Justin Trudeau government will legalize Timbits and drive down the price again, just like weed. I like to point out how our own Matt Hussey seems to be some superhuman against the COVID. Yeah, you had COVID and you sat right beside me for a week. I just don't seem to get it. No, new numbers from uh, Public Health Agency of Canada. By March of this year, 75% of Canadians have contracted COVID-19. So the majority of us, three quarters of us, have gotten the COVIDs. Mm -hmm. Remember when everyone used to post their little tests? Yeah. Looks like it got me. Not you. No. Okay, but this means 25% of people not gotten the virus. And it made me realize if you live in a small town and you haven't gotten COVID-19, does that mean the other 75% of people in your town don't like talking to you or hanging out with you? Yeah, does that mean I'm just a loser at this point? Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't have any friends? All those people in the small towns not getting COVID, not getting talked to. That's sad for both those people who live in Varna. This story... We try not to get too riled up here at the station, but it bummed me out a little bit. Somebody vandalized the Vimy Ridge Memorial in France. That's where the Battle of Vimy Ridge was, and it was vandalized this week. And not only is the French government investigating this, the Canadian government also probing this graffiti. Oh, it's appalling. I mean, you don't you don't do that to a war memorial. No, you can't graffiti the Vimy Ridge Memorial. This isn't the gory ball diamond. 
Oh, Remember yeah. March of last year? There was photos all over the place. Somebody spray-painted wieners all <laughs> over the gory ball diamond pavilion. That makes sense, but not the Vimy Ridge Memorial. No, leave the war memorials out of this. If you're going to vandalize, change the U on the Dungannon sign to an O. Yeah, make it Dungannon, but don't touch the epitaphs. Tomorrow, CNE kicks off Canadian National Exhibition. Big fair. There's lots of fair stuff including fair food, but they have some weird foods every year. Let's run down the list quick. Deep-fried frog's legs. Mm. I would try that. Street corn-flavored lemonade and street corn-flavored ice cream. Street corn? Corn's sweet, so it could work, right? Yeah, it kind of works. A watermelon burger where the watermelon slices are the bread. That's just dumb. <laughs> Never once have I thought, oh, we're out of buns. I guess we could use the watermelon for bread. Yeah, but you don't do edibles. This one is the most messed up one. Pickle-flavored cotton candy. I could be down for some savory cotton candy. Have that for supper and then have some regular cotton candy for dessert. Cotton candy for supper, it dissolves. Yeah, there's some nutrients in there, I think. Dude, you spit on that thing and it disintegrates. And then peanut butter and chocolate-flavored corn dogs. Mm. That sounds like something Willy Wonka would serve you before you turn into a chocolate dog. And then then the Oompa Loompas would roll you into the next room to euthanize you. Here's some nice news. This is kind of cool. Looks like by the end of the year, the federal government will pass a national pharmacare plan. What that is, is it's like a health plan to cover your prescription drugs, but this is going to be offered by the federal government. So if you don't have prescription drug coverage through work, you can get this nationally. That's important. You know, a lot of people really need drugs to perform properly. It's great, though, because now I won't need special insurance to cover my curler's eye. Have you ever gotten curler's eye? No. What's that? It's where you get too drunk playing curling and your opponent tries to stab you in the face with a broken bottle of moose head. So now if that happens to you, Government's got you covered. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.